still looking for the O-ring. Here is the name of it. The what? It's the O-ring. O-ring? The O-ring. I just need to reinsert it into its <laughs> <its> proper place. <laughs> I can't. I don't know where it is. <laughs> but when I find it, I will reinsert it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna make my guys. I'm, so I'm, I'm usually much more focused. <laughs> I have a mask on so no one can tell them. <laughs> I know. Is this like some sort of contraception? Like it does sound a bit like that. We're doing FLE, FLE podcast today, everybody. It's Prepare just for a hydroplast bridge. That's yeah. all. It's all it is. <laughs> Hey, party people. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. In our latest episode of the Better Together podcast, we finally get the crew back together. Uh, It's been a long year. It's been a busy year, been a crazy year uh, so far. Um, We have recorded a few podcasts this year, but unfortunately the audio didn't really turn out well, um, which is completely my fault. But but anyway, I I digress. Uh, In this episode... Uh, Leslie, Lisa, Kevin, and myself, we kind of dive in and talk about what we're doing to stay fresh, to stay current, to stay connected, uh, and basically what we're doing to grow ourselves and kind of get ourselves out of that COVID rut that we've been in uh, the last couple years. Um, We talk about our struggles, what we're doing to overcome them, and kind of what our guiding light has been through all of this. Um, If you've tuned in before, you know that we tend to have a good time talking to each other, make each other laugh. Uh, I hope that you all enjoy the conversations uh, that we've had, and I hope you enjoy this conversation uh, that we have uh, for you today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the Better Together Better Together Podcast, bringing educators together for real talk. Like peanut butter and jelly, movies and popcorn, and banana and pancakes. We're We're all all better better together. Especially in this time where we're like, we're all just sort of burnt out on a lot of levels. Like we're just sort of like, I mean, I walked in and you guys were talking about Canva and I was like, Canva's dumb, I hate it, why do something new? Right. And and I'm the target audience for Canva. By the way, I love Canva. Canva, you're there, I love you. But <laughs> Canva, you're there, But you were talking about ways you're trying to like structure your PD for you. Right. To move forward. So what are you doing? What are you talking about? So, two things. So I'm in the FCPS Onward cohort. Shout out to Jason, Summer, and Nishi. Woo! If you're listening, we love you. (laughs) Shout out to you guys. Almost. Almost Almost Um, as much as Canva. But uh, 
so I'm in that cohort. It's kind of on equity, kind of a continuation of FCPS on. Uh, so it's talking about instruction, but also how are you really uh, including those marginalized voices in your classroom and making sure that their voices are being heard and they're being included. Um, and so, it, I mean, I've only been in two sessions so far, but but it's pretty good, and I've, I've read the read the book, which is, uh, I haven't completed the book. I've been like chapters. Which six. which book is it? Uh, street Data. Street Data. Which are our, our most uh, recent equity sessions. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't realize that either until, until yeah. I was having a conversation with the person in charge of equity, and they saw my the book on my desk, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, our session's going to be on that. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the book is kind of, it talks about, you know, uh, again, marginalized groups yeah. and how kind of education is just continuing to go in this, there's a problem, here's the problem, and then there's no solutions and nobody's really working to really make the situation better and that we really have to kind of start from the ground up and even if it's just small pockets, like just starting small and kind of hopefully eventually it grows to be its own thing as opposed to waiting for uh, the powers that be to reform and change education. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. though during the pandemic we had the perfect opportunity to really reform and change education, but we never really, yeah. we never really heard, took advantage of that. I heard a great analogy uh, in line with this, which was um, how we're spending a lot of time, like, you know, saving people who are falling off the boat. Mm. And what we really need to do is go like upstream and find out why they're falling off the boat. And yeah, so like yeah. that's like to me that's exactly what you're saying. And so um and I and interesting because we did ha just have this most recent equity conversation around street data which I have not read <coughs> but I've read pieces of it and I've listened to a couple interviews by some of the authors but um was overwhelmingly and I was talking with my teachers at a table about it is you know it it basically speaks to me to the mindset most teachers have which is they they use data that's right in front of them they are constantly they're aware of all of the street data mm -hmm. right. and yet <clears throat> consistently no matter what the district says they mm -hmm. continue to reinforce the the larger you know SOL data mm -hmm. the yep. data that doesn't give us um, really Clear picture. clear picture or information and so I think they're like for the, my teachers there was actually uh oh! Somebody else just dropped the lid. <laughs> Someone else dropped their lid. But um, they were, there's frustration around like you know how in one second we're we're talking and especially teachers they they kind of felt like in this equity session there was a little bit of like you're preaching to the crowd he, the, the what is it the choir, the choir. You're preaching, preaching to the to choir the like we we we're the ones that have been saying this all along like. You know, come and try to tell me that I should pay attention to like mm -hmm. where kids come from and their how they feel when they walk in in a day and all the things, and then tell me that I have to make sure every kid passes the SOL. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the messaging. Um, so it's it's a it's an interesting kind of, and that was the overarching sense of like teachers that I talked to at my table was that, of course, this is what we believe mm -hmm. in street right. data. Exactly. Um, and we just want everybody's actions in a district to align to that. Like, mm -hmm. let's just not talk about it. Let's actually, like, make that practice. Right. So, anyway. Yeah, I agree. So, Nate, you're, you're doing the, that course to sort of keep your practice fresh and going, especially in this time of the pandemic where we all kind of want to go. Yeah, well, and, and I, I did that because when the pandemic started, I, I think, like everybody else, I was 
just done. Like when the school day was done, I was done. I turned everything mm -hmm. off. I wanted not to, mm -hmm. I didn't want to think about anything related to work at all until I had to think about work the mm -hmm. next day. Yeah. Um, and as soon as it was done, I was happy it was done and I was ready to forget about work. Um, and so then after like two years of that, and, and I know like uh, our SBA management, which they're not called that anymore, mm -hmm. but yeah. I continue to call them that. Um, <laughs> I mean, they would still offer things, but I just, I completely would be like, nope, not doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't have yeah. time for that mm -hmm. or I'm not interested. And I just, after a while, I kind of felt like, well, like, what am I doing? I'm kind of, yeah. I'm stagnant, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not growing, I'm not doing the things. Like, I feel like I'm alienating myself from the bigger community, and <clears throat> I could be learning some new things to then bring back and help my staff or my administration or whoever wants to learn still. And so this year I decided, oh, you know what, I'm gonna, I need to do that. And then I started having a conversation with uh, Karen Miller, who's the other SBIT that I work with. Um, we love you, Karen. Kind of if you're listening, we love yeah. you too. Yeah. <laughs> Below Canva, but above SBIT management. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is the only one doing the ranking. Sure. Um, we started having a conversation around like grading because we switched to a rolling grade book during the pandemic time. Um, and just really kids started to figure out like really quickly like how they could use and abuse that system of oh uh, in, in the 50s like you don't get anything lower than a 50 that they could just manipulate and figure out well if I do these four assignments this quarter then I can not do any of the other assignments because I'm gonna get a 50 on them and I'll still get a B plus. Oh that's clever. So we started rethinking of like well while the rolling grade books better than just a quarter by quarter this is your grade um, there's got to be a better way to do things. So then we started thinking about like standards based and stuff like that. So then we started talking with our administration, um, Ann Wong specifically, who mm -hmm. looks over us, who was also a former respite. Um, and she was <laughs> like, oh, you know, you should read the book, uh, Grading for Equity. She said, I'm starting to read it. It's fantastic. <laughs> we should read it. You should read it. And then we should come together and then we should push it onto the staff, mm -hmm. like get a group of <clears throat> staff members interested and like try to mm -hmm. slowly build. So that's kind of the next thing that I'm kind of mm -hmm. working on. That's kind of, I mean, it's not super exciting work, but it's that's something that kind of keeps me going and yeah, keeps my, my motor going a little bit. So that's kind of the next thing. But I haven't really um, dove into that book too much because I'm still trying to finish the other book. So I feel like you're saying you have two different like professional development <laughs> things that are going on. Yes. One, You've got like that outside group from Estes Management that you're working with, and you're also building inside your school, right? Correct. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I kind of connect with you on the things that you were saying, and I think <clears throat> obviously we had the same parallel emotions to teachers, which was the same yeah. burnt feelings, and um, and I'm still trying to navigate that. I, I've I was just saying to Leslie earlier how. I kind of put things on my calendar um, that are coming out, you know, like optional workshops and things like that. And then it tends to kind of be, um, I'm hesitant to go. It's right. not, I don't have the same motivation mm -hmm. that I once did. And I, while I don't necessarily think I'm getting stagnant, I am definitely like, I, I feel like that I'm um, not being as collaborative. Right. And I, um, and that like really has kind of like, made it harder for me mm -hmm. to do my job and made it 
less enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, there are times I have to just literally like step out and say, I'm gonna like reach out to someone or mm-hmm. I need to, I need to do this because I'm, I'm like in a funk. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I think, you know, it's interesting. I, this is the first time I'm really making this connection, kind of having a parallel. Like this is probably very much how teachers are at or it's not that they don't want to do it mm-hmm. yeah. we're all struggling to get back to it mm-hmm. um and so even though opportunities might exist for them they're not there's not this like oh i'm so excited i can't wait like that might have existed before the pandemic yeah. um so it really comes to question like how do we like navigate um doing that giving them some sort of inspiration to get out of that mm-hmm. funk because we can't stay there, right. <laughs> you know, and, and I, you know, find myself staying there sometimes. There mm-hmm. are days that I'm there, no yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, yeah. I'm with you. There's and so I... So, so Lisa, can I ask you a question? Yeah. And partially, I just wanted to say your name, Lisa, because if yeah. you're listening... <laughs> we you love you. Know, you. <laughs> I'm ignoring everyone here in the order, because you're all at the top. Oh, thanks, mm. thanks. We're, we're all special here. Unless you're not here, then I'll talk about it. Right. Um, <laughs> then so, you don't even follow so, so what are your, like... Like, looking forward, moving away from just, like, ah, I'm feeling, ugh, I need to go do something else. How do you do it structurally? Um, the, the only thing that's working for me right now, and I, I, I still feel like I'm, it's like most people, I feel like I'm still, if I'm being truly honest, I am still trying to come out of everything from the pandemic. My own mental health, mm-hmm. my own physical wellness, my own, like, um, ability to manage now a family that's running in all directions again mm-hmm. like you know getting out of the house with a packed lunch <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. you know what I mean like it's amazing some of the things that have like consumed much more of my energy to try to figure out again and so um and find good shoes like I didn't have to need shoes for like a year right. <laughs> true or like pants. I mean I'm sorry like it's just our pants, pants. right <laughs> um pants but so like it's trying to like so if I'm honest I like I don't have it nailed down but I am trying to really focus on those things because I do think that those are the things that are impacting my well-being when I get to work. And mm-hmm. I, I think we, we'd all do a great service to, like, focus mm-hmm. on those things. Um, and I'm really just having to pull right out of some of my comfort zone sometimes and put myself in a situation that may not have been what I wanted, like the, the me of 2022 wants, but maybe the me of like 2018 would have wanted mm-hmm. and hope yeah. that it's just going to encourage 2022 to be like, yay, oh yeah. Um, like what's the thing that um, that you want to Well, one thing, for example, like has zero to do with my current role, but like just investing really in um, other things in my school. And I read this somewhere else said this, but like I became a mentor. I was always a mentor, but I've kind of reinvested my time and energy into some of the kids in my school that really need help. Nice. Um, and so I find that sometimes just, it's not even necessarily the things that are like on my, my roles and responsibilities, but like, I'm just trying to work to support all the kids in my school. Like I, there's a lot of kids with a lot of needs. And so I've just, I found myself finding those opportunities <laughs> and just offering to take them on mm-hmm. and um and so that's kind of and that's helped me it helps me feel a part of a community it helps me get out of my funk because i mean you know when you're working with a kid mm-hmm. i mean i reached out to leslie immediately when i started feeling this way i was like i got to do something about like this some tech team kids i got I to have more kids mm-hmm. around me because yeah. i feel like that that is to me like the thing that's missing the most mm-hmm. and that that helps me get out of my funk the most. So that's my, I guess if there's like a thing I'm doing, it's just like I'm trying to focus on how can I interact with children more. 
connection to the city yeah, and, yeah. Some, and building that up. Yeah. And I have a huge connection to a lot of things that you were saying. First, and this is Leslie, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and do you love me? Oh, yes. I already told you, I'm not putting anyone here in the listing because you're She's all She's the only one that got on the floor to help me find my yeah. Hydro Flask yes. rubber thingy. We have Alisa's a photo to prove it. She's above everything. <laughs> you are above, all of you are way all above Canva. Oh, oh, wow. I'm yeah, above Canva. Do you know how much I love Canva? I, I, you're putting me above Canva. That's I, I'm, that's like the best compliment ever. Um, okay, but one thing you were talking about, just like kind of like your own trauma, right? Like everybody had some sort of trauma in this, you know, whether it was just that you were stuck at home during the pandemic and had to learn that kind of life. Teachers, students, us, everybody. And so everybody is recovering from that in some way, shape, or form. And like when you're talking about getting out of the house, like packing a lunch, like the amount of stress that it is to make sure my children have a lunch in the morning. Yeah. Or my son, I'm like, no, you're just getting lunch at school. Like, right. no, that's Thank goodness not. for free lunch, yes. honestly. <laughs> Thank goodness. And pizza Fridays. I love Fridays because they both want pizza. So that's fine. But, you know, that's, that is a huge thing. And so I also feel, and I said this to, maybe I said it to you, Lisa, or I said to some people, there was a time where I just wasn't feeling inspired. You know, when the pandemic Definitely. started, we yeah. just were like flying by the seat of our pants. We were holding on, just trying to literally make it through oh, every it was, single day. Meeting after meeting after meeting yes. of this yeah. pivot and that pivot. Yes, yeah. constant. And so there was no like, you definitely aren't trying anything new. You're definitely not learning anything like super amazing. And there was no like light bulb going off. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why I love Canva so much, honestly. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Well, and I'm not going to interrupt what you're talking in your past, yeah. so don't, but I feel like the minute you said that, I said, that is what has drawn me to Canva. Canva was the thing that I held on to all year. Mm -hmm. Like when I was at my worst, I would make a button yep. or I would make something in mm -hmm. Canva. And so I took that same idea and thought, well, gosh, if something like that creative element is supporting me, then I'm mm -hmm. going to like give other people the same opportunity. Yep. I don't know. So maybe that's where it's all rooted. Maybe it's not anything that's like truly much better than everything although it is much better than everything out there <laughs> like but it's said, not like it's not like something you have to have but man it it does drive some inspiration yeah. that you yeah. may not have had with right. some of the other things we've had yeah. no that and that fills your cup and yeah. right yeah. when i made my my email signature and it looked so pretty and so cute i was so happy and yeah. then when my principal and you see it every time every you time email. And i'm like oh i look so professional and then when my principal finally was like all right leslie i gotta do this canva thing and then she sends me an email and she's like look at my new signature and i'm like the most proud person yeah, in the whole world like multiple teachers in my building now have a cute little email signature because of canva and it's like you know what if that makes you happy yeah because it makes me happy but but anyway so to go back to that to trauma and all of that and i'm it's rooted in the kids for me to be honest because i don't want to add anything else to the teachers plates i feel like our teachers they're doing they're doing okay like they're getting getting by they're trying to help support their students that are definitely all it, the, they're different than they were they before the pandemic mm -hmm. right there is trauma. We have a calm down room here. I know a, a number yep. of schools have like created a safe space. Like the calm down room is a place where kids can go if they just need a break. There's like a lot of like Zen type activities or coloring or Play-Doh or things to just get them to like a calm place. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. So I don't want to like continue to add to the teachers. Here's a fun new tool you can use, right? Um, but my tech squad, that's where I feel like I can I can be with the kids. I can make them. I, we can do fun things. I can inspire them. And like my two kids that are that wanted to start a podcast, I have so much going on. And, I, and every time Alejandro is like, 
Miss Lacey, when are we going to do the podcast? And I'm like, dude, we'll do it soon, soon. I promise, buddy, I promise. And then the day he comes to me and he's just like, so Miss Lacey, I made a flyer in Canva and I made a Google form so that we can uh, send out and have people sign up to be a part of the, the podcast. And then I'm like, okay, this is inspiring. Yeah. Like you're inspiring me because you want to do this and you're going to take whatever avenue you got to do to get there. Let me make time for you. Yeah. And that is more important to me than, you know, all and the other things. it must be, like, word on the street somehow. Canva, like, I have kids in my building that know about Canva, that, and then even when their teacher didn't. Like, mm-hmm. when I went into um, a classroom, because that was kind of the same thing, I couldn't really put it on my teachers, but I would offer to come in mm-hmm. and do a whole lesson yeah. and get the kids on board with Canva mm-hmm. and make something. I mean, I would do, like, how many people have heard of it? And, I, I mean, there was a couple opportunities where it's like, hey, like, mm-hmm. two-thirds of the class had seen it maybe they didn't sign up for it some of them already had a Canva account Mm -hmm. I had one kid who was like oh yeah my dad uses it all the time for work Mm -hmm. like it's his his tool Uh his tool of choice like and you know so it's a it has some sort of like credibility outside of education that our kids are somehow finding out I don't know who they're finding it out from maybe from your tech squad (laughs) I don't really know it's seeping through the pyramid I I I was shocked at how many people knew it I like, did have a kids that said to me when I went, because I have now gone in, gone into classes, and again, I introduced it. First grade through sixth grade, every class uh-huh. has learned about Canva. And I, when, when I was in sixth grade, and I was talking about it, and one of the kids was like, Miss Lacey, I think Canva should sponsor you. You're a little bit too excited about this. <laughs> Canva, if you're listening, send her a t-shirt. <laughs> but, so, talking about real world, one of our tech squad members, Katie, she did a, she was part of a bunch of our students created a how-to guide in Canva and we taught teachers about it. We offered for teachers to come. Teachers came because they wanted to learn from the kids, mm-hmm. right? Which well, that's awesome. Right yeah, there. that's a great I mean, And that's, again, that's a yeah. way to get the, you know, they didn't, didn't want to come listen to me tell them about right. Canva because they, there's too much stuff going on. Yeah. But when they want to come support it's maybe a student. It's not inspiring as much. I mean, they no. have like a mission to like serve their children. Exactly. There's a, there's a passion there. Right. So, yeah. Well, Katie was one of them and I guess she was practicing with it at home over the weekend and her aunt was like, you're using Canva? And she was like, I use Canva for my job every day. So she works for a company that, um, it's called NAMA, N-A-M-A, and they like pick out different things to go in vending machines. And so she actually came to our full squad meeting because she does marketing. So she uses Canva all the time to market different events. So she came to our full Mm. squad meeting and showed the kids all these different things she had made in Canva and talked about her job. And the kids thought it was so cool to think about all the things that could go in a vending machine and that they have these like fairs where different companies come to say, I want to be in your vending machine kind of thing. And they totally connected to it. But it was all about her saying, this is my job every day. I use Canva all the time. So it just like connected to them. Yeah, it's a real world connection. Right. Then we had the kids design a vending machine of the future using Canva. Well, that's fun. Some, oh, that's awesome. Some of the things they designed were pretty It's on her Twitter hysterical. page. It's very, it's very interesting. Replacement parts for hydro plants. Exactly. I was just going to yes! add this to my in Disney list. In a vending list. machine. In a vending this machine. This clearly happened on purpose. Like, we're going to Disney, and like, what if I had gone all the way there and broke with it. one hydro flask, and now I cannot use the straw? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been horrifying. Terrible. Totally. I'd have to buy a whole new water bottle. So, Leslie, let me ask you a question, because here's what I've heard so far. Nate was like, the things that are helping me move forward are connection to like a structural thing mm-hmm. and those, those informal connections to staff members. Like one staff member has an idea, I resonate with it and we mm-hmm. work together and we move forward. Mm-hmm. Lisa talked a lot about connection with kids. Mm-hmm. 
and like, oh, that's my energy. That's where I'm going for. That's, you know, as I get to them, they inspire me and help me move forward, even those moments that I don't feel like I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. You sort of said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So how do we take that and move that to teachers now? Like, think about, like, we're trying to get them to move forward. We talked about, mm-hmm. by the way, this is Kevin. Um, we, mo- <laughs> and it, we love you. Yeah. I am love like... You, Kevin's our resident synthesizer, by the way. Uh-huh. Yes, you're yes. always so good at like drawing it all together. Thank goodness. I'll know about I that. I just thought, I'm so glad you're here. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad you're here, Lisa. <laughs> um, so then how do we bring that to teachers? Because they're yes. in the same space we're at. Mm-hmm. So how do we move that forward with them? Like, because those are three different ways. Like, we have a, stru- a, 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 stru- a, a, you know, a structured thing to move forward. We have connect with each other mm-hmm. on an informal way and figure out your own thing. Connect with a group of kids and get with them and see what inspires them and you together and move forward. So as we're trying to get teachers to move forward. How do we do that? How do we sort of like structure that to help our, our, our schools? It's a tough question, Kevin. That is a I know, one. that's why I asked it. it. I, don't, I, it. I rarely am without words. Yeah. <laughs> and this I am. True. I am at a point where I'm like, I can't... Like, yeah. It can't come right out. Like, I just don't know. It's so interesting because, uh, like, Nate, you were talking about in the beginning about, like, having a problem, and there's a problem, and then there's, there's never a solution. You know, it's like we just yeah. keep identifying problems. Yeah. And this is a problem, right? It's yeah. a problem that we are all kind of in this, like, uninspired place or, you know, and trying to find our ways out of it and knowing that, you know, maybe life is getting more normal and we can recover and move on and maybe at some point in life it will look a lot more like 2019 did or you know yeah um but it's also it's hard because i think we've all shared ways that we have done we have been able to do that in our respective buildings and our lives and it kind of begins with that with a person having that desire to overcome whatever it is that they're facing and challenges and you know, we can be those coaches for them to help them move move to that space and to try to provide some sort of inspiring thing for them. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it, I think it gets to the individual has to take time to reflect mm-hmm. and really think about, you know, what, what do, do, do they want to stay in this rut or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you want to call it that they're in or, mm-hmm. or are they ready to move on and, you know, maybe they start thinking about, well, what things can I do mm-hmm. or like you said, reaching out to an ESPID or to an administrator or to somebody and having a conversation about, yeah. hey, you know, I'm, I need to get out of this situation. Mm-hmm. What are things that I can do in the building or what things do you suggest that right. help me kind of get myself back to my quote unquote right. So self. like you said that and I immediately was that the word reflection came to me and I thought I'm a very reflective person. I don't know. Are we all yep. very reflective. Yeah. reflective Self reflective. Well. Like so I spent a lot of energy and time like all the time thinking about my emotion and why I was not wanting to do different things and why I did want to like what I really wanted. And um I I do think that it's possible, you know, that's instinctive to many teachers and some teachers and maybe those are the ones that have found ways to like excel and then there are maybe other teachers that are still struggling with um i think there's also like it's a common kind of characteristic of teachers to be like the last person they think about is themselves mm-hmm. and they're always thinking about kids and so mm-hmm. you know you've the, the teacher that says i work here till nine o'clock every night to make sure my kids get what they need but then they're kind of spent they have nothing yeah. left to give and so i feel like somehow and i don't think that we necessarily can give them time like that doesn't really exist it's not out for this you can't like hand out time but somehow 
I guess if I were a leader in a building, I, I would need to prioritize um, self, and I don't even, I'm not even going to use the word self-care, even though I just said it, but I'm not going to say that because <laughs> yeah. it's like a taboo thing. Right. But time to really talk about the exact question is like, can you stay where you are in, in your current, like without giving kudos to my brother, which, you know, he would be so like, oh, wow, she listened to me. But my brother said to me all the time, he would always offer like a question around something, well, how's that working for you? Um, and so like I could ask a teacher and I wouldn't dare ask them because they'd probably slap me. But, <laughs> but like if you think about it and the same thing I ask of myself, right. like when I'm in a rut and I'm and I refuse to participate and I ref just determined to be negative that day or whatever, like how is that working for me? Like it's not doing me any good. It's making mm -hmm. me feel worse. Everything about right. it is not functioning. Um, and then my school is suffering as a result. So it's like if we took the time to have somehow have teachers have those moments of like what is not like really you own a lot of this work sadly mm -hmm. I mean it's all of us it's all our own internal mm -hmm. dealing with the trauma of all the things that have happened and I mm -hmm. think it's really easy to um, say that it was everybody else's fault like yeah. I think it's a first it's how we kind of think about it I think it's how we've evolved as a group of people as a nation mm -hmm. we, our first instinct is to blame others on everything mm -hmm. like everybody it's in the political realm in the religious mm -hmm. every realm is like it's their fault they made my life horrible <laughs> you know and I think right. and yes circumstances are not awesome for everybody but I do think that we um, in some ways how do, how do we like get people to pause and like really reflect on that in a way that's not doesn't turn them off either like you know you can't so you can't say it like completely outlined like that, but you, I, I think it's just a matter of bringing and giving them space to kind of figure that out. And I don't know how you do that either. Cause well, again, that's human it, nature. That's it's human. It's almost like, okay. Oh, I, I do think in some ways you're, you're definitely doing it. Cause you, I was going to say one of the things that like, as I'm hearing you talk, you reached out to teachers and you gave them for everyone who's ready to look at Canva cause Canva is wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you said, I'll come in, mm -hmm. I'll teach the kids. Yes. So I think it does two things. It gives them a second to sit and look, breathe, and, and yep. breathe. And it empowers the kids. So the next time a kid goes, Oh, could I do this in Canva? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. And so those kids are building it and that kid is seeing like teacher, sorry, that teacher is seeing other students like, getting engaged yep. about this new you're, you're exactly right yeah. and I didn't say that outright I guess but you're I that was has been my path thanks yeah. well that's been my path like I, I like I sit in CTs and I hear a lot of struggles and I'm like well how, like when can I just come in and do something mm -hmm. for you yeah like how can I do this what can I do like I'll come in and do anything but it goes to what you're saying about teachers how teachers are so worried about their kids they're so yeah. worried about their students that they don't take time to think about where they are and yeah. you're doing that yourself yeah you're not recognizing what you're doing because you're right. just trying to support them. Oh, you're trying yeah. to make sure that you're doing what yeah. they need. Yeah, yeah. But as you guys are talking, like it's like we almost need to like take time to reflect on our own street data. Like, yeah. right? We gather street data on all these kids. Like, what Ooh. about ourselves? Oh, right? yeah. And like, make I, I don't know. Just I think that's really important. And when I was I, back when the pandemic was, we were coming back in the building. It was like you were talking about Nate. Like pivot every day. Yeah. I remember just being in such a negative place, and my yeah. principal said to me. We can go there, but we can't live there. Yeah, mm. and it really struck me, and I say that to myself because it's okay to go to that negative space. It's okay to it go is. to the place where you're just like, "This sucks. It's somebody else's fault. This is not where I am." But if you live there, you're going to constantly be in this negative you're space, miserable. and you got to figure out how to get out of there or how to find something new. Whether it be, 
you know, you partner with somebody, you collaborate, whether it be you join a new cohort, whether it be you decide that maybe there's another job out there for you. You know, I got a couple teachers that maybe you're looking, like, maybe this is the time where I want to go become an SBIT or maybe this is the time where I want to move to a different yeah, school. It's a good time you know, for it's a good time if there's a, if this is like a time to examine your own street data and decide, do I need to make a, cha a change? For a fresh start. Yes, so that I stay fresh, so I'm not living in that stagnant, stale place. Maybe that's what I need to create, like a be fresh committee. Get fresh. <laughs> get fresh. Like, I mean, think about it, though. Like, what if there was a meeting every month where you had to get fresh? <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of, like, let's talk about kids, which are important. Mm -hmm. If you're here, listen, we love you. Um, right above, you are above camera. But yeah. like, Students, you are above You are camera. so above camera. Kids, you're above everybody else. You are our why. But unless we have fresh people, we are, we don't have what's available. Mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? I, it's like we have to somehow walk the walk. And mm -hmm. I don't know like what that looks like per se, but yeah. um, it, it's the fine line between not staying there, going there, acknowledging it, not over-acknowledging it, like... Mm -hmm. supporting you know health and wellness of our staff and not that that can't still be our own focus our focus still has to be kids mm -hmm. success you know it's just yeah. it's a lot and it's again well we can't even answer this question but I guess there are little tiny steps along the way yeah. and some of the things that we're doing are impactful we just have to figure out how to transition that to I think what you said which is like how do we help a teacher see the same thing right and some of the, maybe we need to have a, te a group from teachers so that they can have this revelation on mm -hmm. our next podcast. Our next one. We have talked about that. I think we should pull some teachers in on that conversation because I always have ahas and I'm confident that they would have the same ahas. Mm -hmm. that, that's the thing. Even no, the even the teacher that is the most stubborn right now or feels the most overwhelmed and the most frustrated, like I as an empath, like as a person who can see people, I see that I feel like if they had a moment they would all come back to like I just want to serve kids but I'm just I need to figure myself out like what's going on with me like I'm not happy I'm not I don't have enough I'm not taking care of myself in this way in this way and you know and it's like how do you do all that at once like we were we were pulled out of the fire really quickly and then we were thrown back in yeah and almost as quickly yeah. and you know expected to and just like go do, like just go not, like, i mean like we've still happened. got like there are still corporations who are still working from home mm -hmm. yeah. they haven't even navigated bringing their people back to a building and mm -hmm. we were asked to like do your job feet on the ground walk in the building do it do the new way every time mm -hmm. i mean it's yeah it's it's, it's i don't lot. think the world even understands what's been asked of educators mm -hmm. even as much as we say it i don't think we even know mm -hmm. like in our own in yeah. our own understanding of it uh so yeah there's no transitioning it's just mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. so yeah i i will say you know as you guys were talking it kind of made me think about you know um we offered this year at robinson we didn't think it was going to be a success we thought nobody was going to come to it but we did like lunch and learns and i know a lot mm -hmm. of Estimates yeah. have done that in the past and, and maybe still try to do it. But um, so we offered some learning, but it was really just come hang out. There's asynchronous stuff for you if you want to. But a lot of teachers just came and we would just have conversations and we would talk. The teachers would talk to each other. We would talk mm -hmm. to them. We would just and, and a lot of times it would be kind of a, a therapy session where they would mm -hmm. kind of explain and, and talk about their frustrations or the things that weren't going well or things that, that they were hoping would have changed but, mm -hmm. but hadn't and all this kind of stuff and and then they would they would 
leave and say, oh, you know, I got to get back to class now or my class mm -hmm. is coming up. And they'd say, you know, thank you for this. Like, I appreciate mm -hmm. the ability to come and just kind of sit and talk. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I feel like, well, I don't think that's necessarily the, the answer. answer, but I feel like in the short term that allowed them to kind of take this weight that was on them and put it out there and say, okay, I've kind of expressed some of my frustrations. Now I don't feel this weight on me as much and yeah. I can kind of hopefully start to get back to mm -hmm. where I Maybe was. Maybe you've kind of hit a nail on the head too though. I mean, even though I think we've been alluding to it, like I was just thinking about my own experiences and how like, I mean, being able to speak honestly about how I feel um, and talk about these things, are it's really helpful, it's uh -huh. cathartic, it makes you feel better. And, um, you know, I tried to navigate getting myself into like PD sessions again, like through the county, um, around school, we had to go to that, but like even the optional PD, and I know there was like connections and um, there was something for me though that I couldn't, it's like I couldn't leap over like my reality enough to get there to like really participate effectively and and mm. feel like I was a part of it and I think that's why I withdrew like I, I think yeah. it was more like I'm a, I feel unseen I'm being asked to think at a level that I'm not at like right. I'm, I'm actually miserable and I need some help <laughs> and I can't talk about today how to help another group of people like right. you know what I mean it's like yeah. so I um, mm. it's almost like I feel like teachers I mean, I know we need that, and people will talk a lot about, like, yeah, they need just time to talk. But I feel like it, it, I see this in CTs. I see it, like, it's hard to just continue to jump into the business mm -hmm. without, like, just the... And you can't be a complaint session, right. but it certainly could be, like, a... We've somehow got to honor... Um, effectively give people opportunities that they to don't even there. recognize that that yeah. like I think if you advertise it that way it'd be like never mind I don't want to go there like I mm -hmm. I might you know I don't know how you like do that but I think people is, have to go there yes you have to we give have people to that there. opportunity to go there and I think that's exactly what you're doing with your you know you offer yeah. a chance to come learn and if it turns into a yeah. maybe counseling yeah. session or whatever it yeah. is you yeah. know True. Maybe podcasting is the answer because I like I feel like <laughs> podcasting is just talking. It's true. Like yeah. and people, uh, you know, you're you're like doing a podcast of some sort, and people get this idea that then they realize that talking about things just seems to innately help, especially well, with other people in your same. Instance. You say that, and and kind of Kevin was making kind of a recap of everybody's connection and how they're getting back, and that made me kind of think, you know, the last couple months I've. Um, started doing little podcasts with uh, students mm -hmm. um, that you know are uh, counselors or somebody will come and say oh you know this student is doing amazing things you should really have a conversation with them and I know I should probably do podcasts with other students as well but um, you gotta start baby steps, yes. baby steps. <laughs> but uh, so I've had two just amazing conversations with uh, two young ladies and it just like having that like, I would never have a conversation with them otherwise, probably. Right. But to sit down, to hear their story and kind of where they came from mm -hmm. and the cool things that they're doing and, like, where they're, uh, how they've kind of made a niche for themselves yeah. in the community is just, like, mind-blowing to me. And mm -hmm. kind of gets back to, like, you guys saying that you've made connections, like, your thing is your mm -hmm. students. That kind of mm -hmm. also kind of made me reflect and think, well, yeah, you know, that kind of is the same. It's a little different, but it's still kind of the same mm -hmm. for me as well. So... That we all have to find our inspiration. Those are the big mm -hmm. words. I have to find my inspiration. I have to like, um, I think,
think everybody does. I think that's where teachers are. Yeah. They have to find their inspiration again. Even though students inspire them, there's something else that's also like mm-hmm. innately in the practice of teaching that, that is struggle for them right now. Yeah. Yeah. The minutia. So after this conversation, would you do anything different over the summer? Hmm. You, well, you mean as we prepare for next year? Yeah. I was thinking about having a get fresh session. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Get fresh. You know what's ironic is like, uh, I mean, maybe we need to go back to some of the old school things that used to happen in schools. At least it's not happening in my school right now. But like, I have been hesitant. But like, why not just go grab somebody and ask them if they want to take a 10 minute walk with me, like around mm-hmm. the building? Like, I'm trying to get myself out of the building because I mentally need mm-hmm. the clarity. I need to feel the warmth. I need to get some exercise. Um, and I've, I think I have stuck to the same concept, though, that everybody's so overwhelmed. They, I couldn't dare ask somebody to go for a walk with me. They're going to be like, I'm too much to do. I have too much to do. Are we all sitting in our, like, mm-hmm. respective spaces thinking that everybody's overwhelmed, so therefore we don't want to even ask them to, like, lunch with you right. or, like, chat with you or take a walk with you? I feel like something innately part of me, which is connecting with other people, has been hard. Yeah. Like, for the first time, I'm struggling to, like, like make that happen for myself. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's all I can think of right now is, like, I just need to stop, like, second-guessing and making sure, you know, people are going to be able to, like, decide for themselves what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe is kind of the reality. We, we cannot exist in a place where we're making the decisions for everybody else that they're too mu- it's too much. Right. We do maybe still need to offer, like an array of things mm-hmm. that reaches yeah. all people um, and some will still never participate and that's but that's the case always yeah, right. yeah that was the case you know before it's the case this. before yeah. um, so maybe I've limited myself somewhat by by like really going to the far extreme of like people are so overwhelmed I can't even ask them to take a walk mm-hmm. like I mean would it be crazy for me to just like let's all walk it like 10 minutes before the kids come yeah. like you know, everybody, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they'll have too much on their plate. they got to make the extra copies. But maybe but yeah, it would be the now. 10 minutes that somebody would be like, that would make a huge difference in my yeah. day. Yeah, if you throw it out there and whoever comes, right? comes. We'll, exactly. Then, yeah. So maybe our, that's what I'll do. Our equity I'm gonna team start tried to get, with people. get, like, every they call it mix it up mornings. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the goal of it is to get everybody in our building to come. Then, you know, not just always the same people that are always yeah. there, but a lot of our, our assistants and things like that. And so, but... The first time we had it, I was kind of like, I don't know if going to come. People don't have time in the morning. They're yeah. rushing around. And I walk in, and all it was was hot chocolate, and there was, like, questions on the tables. That you, you had to go oh. in, sit at a table with somebody different, like, based on what color sticker you put on or something. And it was – the library was full. And I was like, all right. Hmm. So there it was. We just offered this. And, I again, I had my doubts. What were some like, of the questions for Mix It Up uh, I know. It was just, like, get to know you Monday. type questions. Um, I didn't, I didn't like, do it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't create the It's questions. a great idea, though. Yeah, I'm I mean, the concept like, yeah. is really great. I mean, again, it kind of goes to this, like, my head yes. immediately goes to people can't handle anything. Right. But maybe they... But maybe they really need something. Maybe they need yeah, just that. A, just a place to connect again. Yeah, maybe yeah. less... And it doesn't have to you know, be less content-driven, more, like, mm-hmm. com- connected-driven. Yeah. Like, yeah. we need to reconnect people to yeah. reconnecting. It was, like, the, the secret point of all those monthly breakfasts we yeah. all did before the pandemic. Right. Like, we just wanted to be in the same room together. Yeah. And you yeah. talk for a while, yeah. and then you'd have 10 minutes and then run. Right. All right, the next one we did, we did them, too. The second one we did, it was around Valentine's Day. And so we did, we put stickers on everybody's back, and it had the, a famous person. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else had their famous pair. 
So like Mickey Aww. and Minnie Mouse, Aww. Elvis and Priscilla Presley. And so you had to ask questions mm. to try to figure out who was on your back. So you had to talk to people, right? And That's then very through sweet. talking, you found like, once you found your person, you know, your person, then you're talking about other things or you're asking all these questions. And again, it was really well attended so much that I was running out of stickers. So. Wow. Oh, that, that's a cool idea, though. Right? Mm. I would have never thought of that. And did you do it like 10 minutes before the bell, 30 minutes before the bell? We did come at 8 o'clock, and our bell rings at in, kids come at 825. So people were rolling yeah. in anywhere between there and staying as long as they had. Mm. So that's where I'm thinking. What can I just do different? Because, you know, what I'm doing, I can't, you just can't keep, we just can't just keep doing the same old. You can't go, you can go there, but you just can't live right, there. Right, yeah. The end. I think that's the end right there. There's no way to get down on that moment.